The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. The Phenomenal Football Friday edition of You Better, You Better rolls on. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here on the BetQL Network. And we got another uh, hour here on Stadium, which is really awesome. We'll be joined in 20 minutes by our pal Brad Evans, our Stadium teammate, live on the line, weekdays, noon Eastern. Brad will give us his favorite prop bets for Week 13 in the National Football League. And then we'll hear the glass, and it'll mean your bookie's ass. 40 minutes from now, when the glass man, PJ Glasser, stops by the show, his football bets for the weekend. Next hour is the final hour, thank God, <laughs> and the power hour. All our bets for tonight and our bets for Week 13 NFL Sunday. And I think I've just been, I've been saying it, uh, I think I've said it on air a couple times. My wife has been sick for like three weeks, basically. She's pregnant and not taking medication, really, just to be safe. And had like a sinus infection. And like, I... I feel it in my throat right now. I I need to like start like antibiotics like ASAP here. Just a need. Yep, we're I'm on them already. To the finish line join, here. Join yeah, the regimen. Yeah. Yes. Right. We'll be limping to the finish line on this Friday. Um. So a lot of great stuff coming up on the show. But now, you know, this is kind of like you know, our vision for the show and where like the show's going to head in the future as we continue to amass more of an audience and the audience grows every year and we really appreciate it. Um. We're on Stadium now. We're on Sirius XM now. The thought is going to be like, hey, we're going to have like a big, big time distribution. That this isn't big time, but it's going to keep keep growing, which is really awesome, right? Like even more distribution, which is great. And as that happens, like we want to have some more interactivity with our audience. And I know that there are a lot of people that watch on YouTube every day, a lot of people that watch on Twitch. There's like a, a Discord of like dedicated you better you bet listeners and viewers, which we absolutely love that that's the case. And like a lot of our fans on social media probably want like a little more interactivity on the show. And like we respond to people on Twitter. I get Instagram notes from people all the time but figure this is going to be a great way right social elements of the show to get you like the real ones uh involved with the program right 
and maybe this will evolve into at some point, maybe after football season, maybe we'll take phone calls for a segment today, every single day on the show, or like have a voicemail line, right, on, on Mondays following the weekend. So we, we have a lot of ideas, and it's all really exciting, and we're excited to see how it plays out, obviously, and excited to have some more interactivity with you, our listeners and viewers. So, um, as we said at the start of the show today, for people watching the show on YouTube and watching the show on Twitch, here's your chance to hashtag have your voice heard. I hate that expression so much, but uh, whatever. Have your voice heard on the show by putting into the chats, and Alex is checking it out. Tyler will do this when he's on with us moving forward. Um, your favorite bet for the weekend in football and the rationale behind it. Now, this is not doesn't have to be with the form of this is not the final form of this, but this is what we're going to try for today. So we're we're trying this out. This is like our dip in the toe into the water here. The segment Ken does not have a name yet. We don't know what we're going to name it. We don't know what the no. music we're going to play. We don't have imaging worked out yet. So this is kind of like we don't know how this is going to go yet, which is pretty exciting. Um, and any ideas from you, Ken, on how you want this to go, or kind of like your vision for it. No, I mean, I think I think that was like a really grand setup there. So I, I think for for at least today's show, it's like let's hear what the bets are. Let's like see how uh, how good the cases are. We'll kind of like evaluate them. What do, what do we think? What do we like? And we'll kind of take it from there. So you know, I, I think it's more like let's see how this goes, and then and then like the thorough unpacking can take place. Like, oh man, this is so like we our our crew is writing some suggestions in the chat for what we should call the segment. Like I suggested real ones as like the name for the segment what, uh, earlier this morning when we were brainstorming it, just like, because it's people that listen to the show and are dedicated and it's like their cases and like we're trying to figure out who the real ones are that like actually can make a compelling case for a bet for this weekend. So maybe it's that. Alex writes sharp tank, which is just like a clever which play is, on words which in is our good. chat. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and so, you know, I think it can be called a lot of things, but I just agree with you that um, having a space on, I mean, it's like when, when I tell people, like people ask like what what we do with ask Nick what he does we tell them like oh you know host show or radio whatever however you describe it d digital streaming venture and they'll be like well uh, well when's it on and I'll be like well three to seven and they'll be like that's a really long time to talk it's what every single person says that I say how long the show is like and I go oh well we're on for two hours on Sunday too it's funny you mentioned that and you know I think just like we talk a lot and it would be nice to have a segment where like the people that listen for four hours every single day, we just got those Spotify minutes from people like 20,000 minutes, hundred thousand minutes, whatever, uh, that we can, yeah, just interact a little bit more. So I think it makes a ton of sense with where the show's going to, uh, to get a little more viewer interactive. And, uh, I think that's what we're, we're trying to do here. I, I'm just brainstorming here. Like, you know, like real ones. No, has been a part of our show for a long time. Real ones. No question mark. Do they know? We'll find out. Oh, we'll brainstorm some real names. Ones know. We'll yeah, we'll get like an Anchorman do, thing. Yeah. Do they? Right. And we'll find. I guess. And I guess we'll find out. So, um, this will normally be Tyler's area of expertise, but Tyler is off today. You know because he's worked into the frickin' ground. So Tyler has a well-deserved day off today. So our executive producer Alex Fasano will be filling in as our technical director today slash executive producer. Um, so we don't know what the music's gonna be yet. We'll have imaging for this. So. Just for bleeps and giggles, let's play the old, uh, the D-Gen Corner music here, Kenny. Complete with the Tyler Morales, which will make no sense, but I kind of think adds to the charm of the whole proceeding. Help! Help! I need directions to Bing Bong Bay! Yes, but the only way to get there is to stop at the D-Gen Corner. This is something absolutely terrible, but so bad, honestly, it's actually perfect. So let's keep this music underneath us here. All right. 
So sure. whatever the segments we're going to call real ones, no, uh, it's, 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 it probably doesn't work. No, it's, uh, it's the Alex, evolution is... of DJ Corner. That's why it's funny that you're that we that we picked it to play it because like that used to be a segment that we do where people would ask us questions. Except like that was like sort of open and free form, and we didn't we never really knew how it was going to go. And we always got like a billion questions and try to figure out which ones to answer. It was just like kind of a headache, honestly. I don't even know if the segment, I don't think the segments were that good, um, even though the questions were good. So this is like much more like we, I think we know what we're getting here. Like bets that people like, why they like them, we evaluate them, like really easy to understand. Not just like, hey, like how do you create a hockey model or something, you know? So I think this one will be a little easier. Which is, uh, here would be, someone asked me that, I would say, uh, eat an edible and play video games and then go to sleep and, then, and don't yeah. think about it anymore. And Alex, you uh, what? And then, and then you win. Or listen to our bets of steel, and hopefully you'll win. Uh, by the way, Kanish, Kanish with the blades of steel, went head-to-head -head with me last, last night and won, unfortunately. Uh, or whatever mm. that was, Wednesday. Uh, okay, Alex, what is the first uh, the first comment from the YouTube or Twitch chat? Complete first real username one. or person's name, please. The first real yeah. one is who? All right, the first real one. Coming from the YouTube chat, this is at Tom Martin. His okay. bet this weekend is San Francisco 2.5, minus 2.5. His reasoning, the spot couldn't be better for the 49ers and worse for the Eagles. I think they win by two scores. Shanahan has been planning for this game since last January. Has he been? I mean, like, probably in like a small corner. I mean, if you listen to the Play Callers podcast, pr probably. Actually, the guy's a madman. <laughs> like, probably, he probably has been planning this game for, for a really long time. I, uh, I will be really curious. I didn't say this with the college football segment. But one thing about big time college football, and I think is true for this game, and it was true for their meeting in the NFC Championship last year, which which Tom's like kind of alluding to there, uh, like the revenge factor, is when you have like big time college football teams playing, like the best of the best, and which is also a segment we do on the show, Ohio State, Michigan, the semifinals, some of the games coming up this weekend, although some of those are rematches, you're you can have you can use common opponent. And you can use stat profile, you can use whatever. You're just never really sure how the teams fit together until they play. Like you're just never, especially in college football, you're just never, there's no comp for playing Michigan. There's no comp for playing Georgia. There's no comp for that. And in these like big time NFC games, I kind of feel like it's the same thing. And I kind of feel like last year didn't tell us anything because Purdy got hurt so early. We don't know how the teams fit together. We have no idea. And like when you're dealing with kind of like the best of like that top level, like it's it's tough sometimes to figure out. Yeah, like the average teams, they should all be like three, three and a half against each other, and the game will be a close game a lot of the time. These teams, it's like tough to figure out how they fit together. So the idea that like the the Niners could blow them out here like has to be considered reasonable because we like it's there's no comp for for opponents like this in games like this. And it's a good job by our guy Tom Martin, who's got some CLV on this game at least for now. With San Francisco a three point favorite, he laid two and a half. Maybe Niners alt should be our suggestion to Tom. Think they're going to win by multiple scores? Bet, bet him to win the game if by you, minus eight and a half, nine and a half, right? If you think they're going to win multiple scores, like the over, then probably too. I don't think Eagles are going to get like shut out in the game necessarily with the the Niners' pass defense. Um, if you have like, I will say, if you have a specific prediction like that, and you're like dead set that that's what it's going to be. I guess that's a situation like at least throw in the $10 same game parlay and like get like have it like have it be your story of the game. And then like it won't win a lot because those things never win like they win very rarely because it's very specific. But like if you have a strong opinion like that, like throw in the tiny, tiny, tiny. But just because like if it does play, I will say as someone who's had this happen before, if it does play out that way, like exactly what you exactly what you thought and it's like 
oh, I, I could have gotten like 614 to one on this exact. I am the like, smartest yeah, you know. man alive. Yeah, like, don't you want that? Like, even if we're like the tie, the tie, the tiniest of sprinkles. There's a little SGP in there. Let's... Uh, pick your pick your sprinkle, chocolate or rainbow sprinkles on ice cream. Pick one. Oh, uh, I'll I'll pick chocolate every time. Yeah, I agree. All right, yeah. you better you bet with Nick and Ken reading your favorite bets for the weekend in the YouTube and Twitch chats. Thanks to Tom Martin. Alex, who's up next? All right, our next one comes from the Twitch chat from at Kilmer's. Shout out to the Smokers Lounge Discord. Oh my God, uh, we got guys like the guy needs to be like the moderator of all our forums at this point. He has to be like a on the the DGen Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> we got a two leg same game parlay. Curtis oh, Samuel boy. over three and a half receptions. And the Miami Dolphins' money line, it is plus 105. Samuel has gone over this number in seven of nine games. He had nine catches for 12 targets last week, and he primarily works from the slot, so he will avoid Ramsey and Howard. Dolphins also struggle versus slot-wide receivers. He's pairing it with the money line to reduce the juice and get some plus money. I got it. Maybe, maybe he should be hosting the show instead of me. Right. <laughs> well, gotta go. See you guys I later. Gotta, gotta tell you. How about this? I'll go to the smokers lounge and get stoned with everybody. Kilmers, you right. can host the show, buddy. How about that? Um, I, so, I, well, what ahead. do you what do you think? Why, if, why don't you? Well, you're the prop guy. Why don't you evaluate Samuel first, and then I have a comment kind of about the bet. So, like. The Samuel thing I think is really topical for this week because what we're learning about this Washington passing offense, McLaurin and Dotson have become like the bands out of that Dotson. Unfortunately, like they're really hit or miss. And the way that Eric Bieniemy calls this offense, it's like it's the Chiefs, right? Howell drops back to pass a billion times. They spread the ball around to a million different players. The running backs get involved in the passing game too. Samuel has kind of been like the constant where there are games where Dotson's not really involved. There are games where McLaurin's not really involved. Curtis Samuel's basically involved all the time and he does a good job to bring up the Dolphins boundary cornerbacks and yeah I, I kind of like that and if you think that that Miami's going to score in this game Washington's going to have to score to keep up I, I I think that's like a winning bet from our guy Kilmers I like that bet a lot Ken yeah I mean the the prop I, I can't argue with whatsoever the idea of including Miami just because like I want more money is just cool like we all want more money like that's why a lot of us are betting just like if there's no other rationale just then like it seems like a free square that's always the stuff that I would just avoid. Like if you like the Samuel prop, and it sounds like you do, and the the thought behind it is extremely intelligent, bet the Samuel prop. Or like if you're dead set on, well, I want to parlay some stuff because it's fun. Because who doesn't love to do that? I like to do that too. Um, look at all right in the games where Samuel goes over three and a half. What else happens? Like every game that he goes over, does Dotson go under? Every game that he goes over, does McLaurin go under? Every game that he goes over, does it correlate with some other aspect of the game? Like whatever it is, if you're like, that's if you're like dead set on linking it with something. Cause like the Dolphins winning and this hitting are like not related whatsoever and they seem very random as a pairing. And if it's just cause like I wanted to get the price down, my thing is like, you've done all this work on Samuel. If he goes over and the commanders win, you're going to be so mad that this happened because it's like, well, I got it right and I still didn't win. Be like, put something in that you're confident in or don't put anything in and just bet Samuel. That would be my advice. I feel like the uh, the 420 Smokers Lounge are like, why don't you chill out, Ken? Take a joke, right? buddy. Yeah, so Relax. <laughs> Relax, man. What if, uh, what if right. he went over and under? What if he did that? <laughs> what if what if the moon were made of cheese? Uh, Alex, let's try and get at least one more in here. I like this. Maybe we'll do a little bit more of the power yeah. if we have time. Alex, what sure. else we got here? No games tonight. All right, this one coming from the YouTube chat at Matthew Baysner. His best bet of the weekend. 
is Pittsburgh's team total over 24. Arizona has a lot of defensive injuries, and now they might be down three wide receivers. Pittsburgh will score. Arizona might not. So the team total is better than the game over. Okay. I, I like how Alex introduces this like he's like 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 on NBC or something. The next one comes from the YouTube chat. And it's yeah, from our I like, friends. It's, it's like this very, it. it's like a polished <laughs> kind of like yes. a, a presentation. It's also like very nice to all the people involved and the bet. Yeah. Like it's always like, yeah. like you're trying, like you're, I'm with you. Like I'm selling this too. Like, yeah, like let's get it, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, just a lot of uncertainty about what Pittsburgh's offense is going to be, I think. Like, is it last week or uh, is it like we're back to the Stone Age again? I don't know. Yeah. And, and it's 24. I guess that's right, right with the total of the game being what it is yeah, and the so... point spread being what it is. Well, that number, we haven't done that. The steam in that game, by the way. Steelers six and wow. a half now in that game. Everywhere. Wow. Give me Arizona. So, I mean, 20, chop it. Yeah, like 23 and a half or 24. Jeez. Uh, any, by the way. <laughs> That's a rough score prediction. Yeah. And, and any relation to Michelle, Matthew Beisner, Joe Buck's wife, Michelle Beisner. God bless. Uh, maybe we'll do more of this coming up because we got to talk about Matthew's bet. Honestly, like this is more fun than like you know what a lot of stuff. Uh, but on the other side, props coming up for Week 13 in the NFL with our friend Brad Evans. They're first in points, first in total offense. They're first in rushing. Pass here. Here's Hill. Escapes a tackle into the end zone. He goes for the game's first touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Al Michaels with the call last week on Boyle Friday, a.k.a. Black Friday. To a tongue of Iloa, Tyreek Hill and the Miami Dolphins put up a number on the Jets' defense. Will they do the same thing this weekend to the Jack Del Rio-less Washington Commanders' defense? Our pal Brad Evans will join the show in just a second to give us prop bets for the Dolphins-Commanders game and the rest of the slate for Week 13 in the NFL. P.J. Glasser, the Glassman, our BetQL Network teammate, stops by in 20 minutes. Uh, Power Hour, final hour, 40 minutes from now. We'll feature all our bets coming up for tonight and our bets for Week 13 NFL Sunday. And for people watching on YouTube and Twitch right now, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. If you sent us bets that you like for this weekend with the rationale behind it, we only got to a couple in the last segment as we dip our toe into the water here for these interactive social segments. We'll do a couple more to start the Power Hour, so don't be discouraged if you listen to watch the segment. You were hoping to hear like your, your name get shouted out and your bet get talked about. We'll do a couple more coming up 40 minutes from now to start the Power Hour, so keep sending them in. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. But joining us right now to give us his prop bets for Week 13 in the NFL, one of our absolute favorites, our stadium teammate. He does an amazing job, noon Eastern weekdays, on stadium with Live on the Line. Great sports betting television show, along with a Cam Smith, who's, who's on our BetQL network, a co-host of the Better Angle with Kate Constable on Saturdays, Danny Kleppinger, others uh, on that show. So you got to check out Live on the Line if you haven't yet. Noon Eastern here on stadium. Absolutely love it. And Brad's podcast, the Sports Betting Podcast, is The Fade Five. We encourage people to check that out. Brad also appears weekly with our friends on BetMGM Tonight, and he is on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. My friend, thanks for coming back on the show. It's Nick and Ken. Hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. Hola, amigo. Hola, amigo, and my God, do we have a spectacular Friday of action, whether we're talking about uh, the Pac-12 Championship, uh, the NBA, the NHL, obviously, and in college basketball, Costos, a mother-of-all matchup, a scenario with Fall Gala with KU hosting UConn. Oh, it's a glorious time of the year. 
Yeah, it was it's so funny. I uh, I got a message from somebody like a friend of mine, like, hey, are you betting this game? Like, are you betting UConn, Kansas? And I go, oh, like, yeah. what time is it tomorrow? And they're like, no, it's at nine o'clock. And I go, <laughs> tonight. no, no, really? Like nine o'clock tomorrow? Like, what is this? Like, yeah, seriously, nine <laughs> o'clock tonight, December 1st, Friday? Why not? Uh, market for that Kansas 3, 148 and a half. If you had to, I mean, real quick, like I, the, the people want to know, literally the person who texted me a few minutes ago would love to know that that's in that game, Brad. Like what in 30 seconds, if somebody had to bet Purdue, uh, UConn, Kansas, excuse me, what would they, what, what would they do? All right, I'll expedite as quickly as I can. SGP, this is how I'm playing it. Took UConn up to plus 8.5, took the total up to 157.5 and slammed the under. I, I know KU's got a gaudy and lopsided record. I know they have Hunter Dickinson and a lot of experience on that team, but by the eye measurement, they've been so unimpressive. A UConn very balanced. They have the size of clinging a match inside. They have the guard play as well. They're going to hang tough, and I would sprinkle just a little bit on the UConn money line. Should be a stutter to anybody if they pull off the straight up dub. All right. So Brad giving us some college basketball. We talked Brad and I were getting, he's giving me some college basketball bets during the break as well. So absolutely love it. Uh, check out Brad's Twitter at Noisy Huevos for more on Brad's college basketball selections. But Brad, let's hit a bunch of the NFL games coming up for this weekend and let's pay yeah. off the highlight we played coming back from break. Tell us what you like here. High point total. Like it might as well be like 70 in today's NFL in 2023 <laughs> with the Dolphins and the Commanders in our nation's capital. Any prop bets that you like here for Miami and Washington in the Garrow Yepremian Bowl? Yeah, I'll give you one on each side of the ledger here. Everything over on Tyreek Hill. Uh, I don't care where the number is, uh, receptions, receiving yards, anytime, touchdown. If you want to get that in the same game parlay, throw it all together, get it in a handsome plus money, uh, I would highly encourage it. Uh, Washington has uh, no pressure because they trade everybody off. They are on that front line. Two is going to have nothing but clean pockets in this game. He is going to go absolutely off. I also took the over on two and a half passing touchdowns for Tua in the alt-line market. Got that at plus 190. Uh, so that could be another little enticement for audiences out there. Speaking of Tyreek, uh, Washington has allowed the most wide receiver yards of any secondary in the NFL this season. It doesn't matter who he gets in coverage. He just dominates in separation. He might have like 200 yards. It's not an exaggeration in this game. Uh, and again, with any time touchdown, I know it's a little minus odds, but putting together an SGP and get it at plus money. Meanwhile, the other side of things, uh, look, if Miami's going to come out and wax the floor with these guys, I mean, Sam Howell, I feel confident it's going to hit the over on his pass yards prop. I took that over 38 and a half at BetMGM at low minus money. Uh, hopefully it's still available. If not, uh, not at that low minus uh, odds, you can uh, parlay with the Miami money line and get it at low plus money as a result. Sam Howell is averaging 40.5 pass attempts per game, and he's on pace for 690 in total this year. That'll be the sixth highest all time in the NFL. So Sam Howell's going to be a busy man. Uh, that throwing arm is going to be very lathered up. Uh, I think it's going to be minimum of 45 pass attempts. And again, right now, I bet MG at least last I checked, 38 and a half on the over on pass attempts. Brad, uh, another offense that we spent a lot of time talking about actually last segment and earlier this week, this new Pittsburgh Steelers offense, or like, is it a new Pittsburgh Steelers offense over 400 yards right. last week? Sort of like the running punchline was like, they never did that with Matt Canada. The first game without him, they go over 400 yards. Okay. Like, is that a real thing? You know, are there, were there trends or things that you saw last week that make you think Steelers offense going to be a little bit different or that there are players you want to play over going forward that maybe get like a bigger lion's share of, of carries or receptions in the Steelers offense. So they play the Cardinals this week. They're a favorite. Weird to see the Steelers almost a touchdown favorite, honestly, in the game, too. Total 41. What about the Steelers' new look offense on Sunday? 
Yeah, look, I thought they were more aggressive uh, than what I noticed immediately last uh, last week. I mean, they had a lot of horizontal passes under Matt Canada previously, and they attacked more down the field, as you should, when you got Deontay Johnson. Uh, when you also have George Pickens, uh, now Pickens was expected to take on more of a lion's share of the overall target share. That did not occur in the last game, but still three for, I think, around 58 is what he finished with. And Pat Fryer Muth, welcome back. Muth was indeed at the truth in that game, picking apart uh, the opposing defense over the middle of the field. I think it's going to be more to that story this week. I love Pat Fryer Muth, the over receiving yards and over on receptions. Uh, and the other major takeaway, too, is that, you know, the, the new OC in Pittsburgh said, we got to get Jalen Warren the Rock more. They did that. Now, Najee Harris was still a standout, uh, but I think it's going to be pretty close to a 50 50 split in terms of the overall workload moving forward and as I've said and this is why I'm on the over Jalen Warren rush yards look at the uh, 56 and a half at BetMGM uh, on that I'll play it up to like 64 and a half he is numero uno he always have to contact per attempt numero uno in missed tackle percentage and number three in yards created per touch and again Arizona number 30 in rush EPA they're giving 120.4 rush yards per game it doesn't matter if it's Najee it doesn't matter if it's uh, old school Jerome Bettis or Jalen Warren, whoever touches the rock for the Steelers on the ground is going to eat. You better, you better hear with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday, getting prop bets coming up for week 13 in the National Football League with our friend and stadium teammate, Brad Evans. Brad on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Check out Brad's sports betting television show here on Stadium, noon Eastern time. Great sports betting TV show live on the line. Brad, let's go to the NFC South where I think a lot of people or a lot of guests we've had on this week think we're going to get a better performance from the Carolina Panthers offense after the firing of head coach Frank Reich earlier this week. Thomas Brown retakes the play calling, uh, the offensive coordinator for Carolina with Chris Tabor, the special teams coach as the interim. Any expectations for you for the Panthers offense and anything you like on the Bucs side also, Panthers at Bucks on Sunday? Yeah, a lot of people are hyping up Bryce Young this week in fantasy circles. Uh, I am not one of those individuals, a guy that seems to be devolving, not evolving as a player at this level. I know he's only a rookie, but he's really not improving. However, I think he's going to have that total vision for Adam Thielen, who's going to be dealing uh, once again. So I took the over on five and a half receptions uh, for Thielen in this game. Going to get a lot of Christian Isian in coverage out of the slot, who's given up an 80.5 catch percentage and a 104.1 pass rating was assignments 11 wideouts have uh, hauled in at least six passes uh, against Tampa this season I think Thielen's getting back to what we saw for a large stretcher earlier this year and that is a guy that's just a Hoover vacuum with those hands and sucking up every single look coming in his general direction 9.1 targets per game is at the over an eight of his last 11 and he is number eight as well in catchable target percentage so Young may be off the mark with a lot of the wide out. But generally speaking, he's been highly accurate uh, delivering crisp passes to Adam Thielen. And I think that's going to be case here in week 13. And then the other side of things, uh, my cousin, uh, Mike Evans, who has uh, all of the length, all the athleticism in the uh, Evans family. I think he's going to have a banner effort, a guy who was torched, who was dominated, who has straight up suplexed the Carolina Panthers in his career, averaging north of 90 yards per game. 
a lackluster secondary in general. So I took Evans on SGP, a four or more receptions uh, to go along with 60-plus yards. And if you throw in, say, a Baker, Baker, touchdown maker, hopefully, one passing TD, you can get that right now a plus money at BetMGM. So those are the two best plays I feel in a game that you got to have some money on if you want to watch it. Let's go from a game like that, Brad, to a, a game that like literally everyone's going to watch on Sunday. This Niners-Eagles game, yeah. as you can imagine, we've spent a lot of time on it so far this week. I, it, I've said this a lot, just like a classic betting market where like if you don't bet or you just kind of like football, like you're going to hear that the Niners are a three-point road favorite and be like, what? Like, what's going on here? And then like kind of people who bet are like, well, here's here's kind of why that is. Like the Niners might be way better. Like the Eagles have kind of been vulnerable a lot this year. Anyway, Niners by three on the road, rematch of the AF, uh, NFC Championship, rather. Uh, any bets here, side total props? How do you see this play? Yeah, look, uh, we've seen some line movement. Obviously, you know, Philadelphia opened up as a one-point favorite. Uh, reverse line action. We saw that San Francisco now, you know, laying uh, last I checked at minus two and a half. Uh, I like the Niners. Uh, I, I think this is a crushable spot for them, uh, even though it is on the road there in hostile territory. But they're just a more balanced team. The EPA data obviously supports it, like the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they're the only two teams inside the top five, and not only EPA uh, per play offense, but EPA per play defense. And I think that's going to play out in their favor in this game. So as a result, guys, I got two main props I love on the offensive side of things for San Francisco. One, oh, yeah, put some Skittles in my mouth and taste the rainbow. I think George Kittle uh, is going to be a sugary surprise and somebody's going to splash six in this one. That is horrendous, oh, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah. Thank terrible. you very much. Uh, I'll be Jesus. here all week. Yeah. Uh, Not a visceral hall. reaction. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> uh, but look, I love George Kittle uh, for any time touchdown. Plus 165 for that end zone spike available at Bed MGM. A guy that is uh, top eight in total red zone targets among plus size targets. A uh, number four in total yak. A number one in yards per target. He has found the end zone in two of his last three games. And the Philadelphia Eagles are tied with a handful of other teams that have allowed the most tight end touchdown six on the air. So I think Brock, and he's so pretty, uh, is going to spend a spiral and hit the gut, and I think uh, George Kittle, uh, Kittle will haul it in for a touchdown. On uh, the meanwhile, I love Brandon Ayuk. Uh, the Yak King he was doing at Arizona State, I think is going to do some damage. Forks up. I took the over uh, when the line opened at 60 and a half. Uh, last I checked, I bet MGM was 62 and a half, uh, but a guy that should be able to tee off in this game. Philadelphia, the third most opponent-wide receivers allowed. Uh, that's what they've given up this year. Uh, and then you look at Darius Slay. Big play? No, not earning your payday. Slay is more like it. 65.2% catch rate allowed. The 12th most yards of any quarterback as well. He is allowed this season. So Brandon Ayuk, who's one of the premier field stretchers in the NFL, I think is going to have a banner day. Uh, again, all I need is 61 yards of cash, and it could be well north of 80 in the end. All right, Brad, we got about maybe like 90 seconds to go here. Um, if you've got sure. like maybe we'll have time for two more here, but tell us what you like here with the Packers and the Chiefs coming up on Sunday Night Football from Lambeau. Yeah, my favorite prop in this game, guys, is Jordan Love and my make it by Harco Pitter Pat on rush yards. I took the over on when the line opened at 14 and a half. I think it's down to 13 and a half right now at Bet MGM. And Love is at the over on uh, the 14 and a half prop six times this season. He's averaging 3.4 booty scoots per game on the air and 20.1 rush yards per game. Kansas City, that is an area of weakness. Uh, very faulty defending the run number 31 in rush EPA. And they have the second highest pocket pressure 
rate of any team in the NFL, which could lead to some opportunistic scrambles for Judd Love. And I will also apply the same logic to Patrick Mahomes. I'll take the over on his rush yards at 21 and a half. Uh, Green Bay, an aggressive defense as well, top 10 in pocket pressure rate. And you know those booty scoots are going to happen early and often. I got to really chew up some real estate on the ground, I feel, is Money Mahomes. Do you think we like maybe like? Are you familiar with the uh, the country music song like the Boot Scoot Boogie? Maybe boot like scoot that would boogie. be. Yeah, yeah. The Boot Scoot, get down, boot turn around, go to town. No. I, yeah. I, I only well, don't turn around. When I was growing up, you're trying to hit the rushing well, yards over. You gotta, yeah, and, and don't get down. Get go down, for the extra yards. turn around, yeah. get the first down. Boot Scoot yeah. boogie. boogie. I only know this because because my. My parents yeah. like love country music when I was growing up, and I feel like I know the words to every single country music song that came out in the '90s. Also, like we went down yonder on the Chattahoochee, and it was really awesome. Brad, we appreciate oh, it, buddy. Great yeah. job as always on the show. Shout out to Alan Jackson. Brad on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Check out his podcast, The Fade Five, a sports betting podcast, and you got to watch him weekdays on Stadium and the whole crew, including Cam Smith, one of our teammates on the BetQL Network, live on the line noon Eastern weekdays here on Stadium. My friend, we appreciate it. Best of luck with the bets. Uh, stay well and we will talk to you next week lsu over 80 and a half points tonight against s-e-l-a let's go but southeast louisiana i think it's southeast louisiana i was trying to do i was trying to do the exact same thing you were doing i was like sella yeah sella <laughs> sella right streetcar named college basketball yeah all right <laughs> on the other side bookies across the country heading into hiding we're going to hear the glass, and you know what that means. Next. That's all it is. But there's a lot of airspace to cover for Milro. Still looking. Firing. Near corner. It's caught! Touchdown, Alabama! Isaiah Bond! On a fourth and a mile! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. A license to win? It's going to say cover, but you know. Mm. But they did win, though. Hell, hell, of a, yeah. hell of a game in the Iron Bowl with Alabama. And, I know, our I know what that play was called. Hashtag Gravedigger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was called that, but that's what everybody said afterwards, so. <laughs> including Bond. Right. Our guy, uh, our guy, the glass man, PJ Glasser, will join us in a moment here. PJ is going to give us, PJ is an Alabama graduate, uh, an Alabama alum. PJ will give us all of his bets uh, coming up for Bama and Georgia, college football, and the NFL this weekend. But 20 minutes from now, uh, we will no longer be on stadium. This is our final segment for the week on stadium. So if you're watching us on stadium, we appreciate you. Uh, head on over to Twitch at twitch.tv backslash betql, and you can check out the final hour. The Power Hour of the show, featuring all our bets for tonight in the NBA and the National Hockey League, plus all our bets for Week 13 NFL Sunday. And we'll continue to read some of your, you, our listeners and viewers, your favorite bets for the weekend in football. So if you're in the YouTube chat, youtube.com backslash, backslash Odyssey Sports, or you're in the Twitch chat, twitch.tv backslash BetQL, send us your favorite bet for the weekend why you like it, and our pal Alex Fasano, our executive producer, will read some of these to start next hour, about 20 minutes from now, here on You Better, You Bet. But without further ado, bookies around the country are very nervous because when you hear the glass, it's your bookie's ass. Oh, baby. Glasser316 says, I just bankrupted your bookie. 
Our guest is PJ Glasser, the Glass Man on Twitter at PJ Glasser nine DTA. Don't trust anybody. PJ, the host, of course, <laughs> of Send It In across all social platforms here on the BetQL Network weekdays at one o'clock Eastern Time. Be sure to check it out. It is like literally like a PJ Glasser tour de force, thirty minutes straight from the Glass Man. PJ's producer, by the way, I had forgotten this, is our pal Sean. Smile on his mouth and his hand on his huh. Sean doing great work, oh, not wow. just on our show and on our network, yeah. but also producing for the Glassman, PJ Glasser. PJ, also the host of Inside the Betting Lines, along with JP Flame. Uh, ITBL, Sundays, 1 to 5 p.m. Eastern from National Harbor in D.C., a four-hour live betting extravaganza each and every NFL Sunday. Glassman, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? What's up, guys? Happy Friday to you. Love the uh, love the Milrose sound at the beginning of the segment. I think I chest bumped the wall after that touchdown. I'm pretty sure that was one of those moments. Like you don't know Who what won? to do. You're just Who so won? shocked. The wall. Yeah, uh, pro- probably the wall. Definitely still yeah. feeling the effects of it. But uh, no, excited for Championship Week in the NFL as well. PJ, why don't we why don't we start with that Alabama game then against Georgia? I gave out my pick for the show, and it's funny because I I don't know what I, you and Nick might have talked before the show. Like I don't know what you're on in any of these games. I, we've had a lot of people on. I think a lot of people are on Alabama, uh, just that we have on the show, not like the public or anything. I I kind I like Georgia in the game. I just think like they're they're gonna have a hard time. Alabama's gonna have a hard time scoring. Um, what do you make of this market where Georgia's about a five and a half point favorite? Pretty high total, but these teams have played some high scoring games previously. Ken, it's such an interesting game. You know, this Bama team kind of reminds me of the one two years ago where they barely escaped the Iron Bowl and Jordan Hare. Bryce had to lead them on a 99-yard drive. They force overtime. They win it in four OTs. They come into the SEC title game against Georgia. They're six-point dogs. People kind of like Georgia in the game. They're, They're split because you're getting this many points with Saban. And then Bama rolls. And it just it feels like kind of that similar type game in that spot. I will say, I've thought, you know, during this 29-game win streak, if you're going to beat Georgia, you kind of need three things. You need your quarterback to play really well. You look at Ohio State when they played Georgia last year with Stroud or that SEC title game two years ago with Bryce. Both were fantastic in that game. You need your offensive line to play really well. If you can't block Georgia, you can't beat them. The third thing you need, though, and the reason why teams can't beat them is I think you need two elite wide receivers. You know, most teams around the country, they have good quarterback play. They have good O-line. If you don't have two wideouts that can give Georgia issues, you can't beat them. I mean, you saw that in the Ohio State game when Marvin Harrison and Amika Buka were out there. They were winning that game. Marvin gets hurt. Georgia comes back and win. You look at when Bama played them twice two years ago in the SEC title game, when they had Mechie and Jamison Williams, they beat them, then they played them in the natty, and they lost. So... I like the spot for Bama. You're not getting Saban many times as this big an underdog. I just worry if there's going to be that receiver who's going to emerge for him. Jermaine Burton is their number one. Used to play at Georgia, so you would think he's going to you know, have a big game against his former team. Maybe it's Isaiah Bond, the guy who caught the touchdown in the Iron Bowl. Maybe it's Kendrick Law. It's Alabama. Obviously, they have talented receivers, four-star, five-star guys. I like them plus the points. I like them on the money line. I think they can win the game, but... That's going to be the key if they can find a receiver that's going to emerge to help out Burton in the passing game. All right, good stuff there from the Glassman on the SEC championship game. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Joined by the Glassman, your boogies, boogies across the country cowering in fear. On Twitter at PJ Glasser9, send it in and inside the betting lines. PJ hosting those shows for us here on the BetQL Network. PJ, let's get a bet for Friday night for you in college football. What do you like in the Pac-12 title game with Oregon and Washington? 
Yeah, this game, guys. I mean, we've seen so much movement even today, right? Nine and a half up to 10, back down to nine. I like Washington in the game at plus nine and a half. Maybe I'm just running into a trap here with, with Oregon, but I like the Huskies. Every year in college football, we get a team like Washington who people, you know, we all kind of see that they're fraudulent. They're probably not as good as their record is. We saw that last year with TCU, but they just have an ability to win games. Washington's last eight games, they have won by 10 points or less. So I know Oregon has arguably looked like the best team in the country for the last five, six weeks. But until somebody can show me that they can beat Washington, I I I'm not going to bet against them, especially when we're getting this many points. So I do think Oregon wins the game, but I, I certainly think Washington can keep it close. This is the last Pac-12 game we're ever going to see. So hopefully we get a fun one. We get an instant classic. But uh, I like Washington. They just, they've had an ability this year. There's so many times where they could have lost and they've found those ways to win. It's reminded me so much of TCU. So I'll take Washington plus the points. You know, fly in Joe Tessitore and put the game on at like 11 o'clock at night too and get like the, the true Pac-12 experience. Not really going to have exactly. that tonight, but PJ's right. Like it's the end of an era and maybe it'll be a crazy game. Yeah, PJ and I definitely shared a brain on that game. I like I like Washington too. I got him with the same handicap, honestly. Uh, Big 10 game. If we're sharing a brain on this one, like, please don't tell me you're taking Iowa in the game. And I know it's like a, a monster number. and They don't score. I, I'm laying it with Michigan PJ. I think it's going to be way worse than this number. Uh, what do you make of the Big Ten game tomorrow night? Ken, I'm with you. I, you have to lay with Michigan. If Michigan gets to 30, if they get to 30 points in this game, that's the magic. We, we cover because Iowa's not scoring more than seven. Unless Michigan muffs a punt, unless they fumble in their own territory, unless, you know, they get an interception, they're, they're not scoring. I think the game that's comparable to this one is when they played Penn when Iowa played Penn State, they lost 31 nothing. You look at Michigan and Penn State, two great defenses, two teams that want to run the football. Iowa struggled immensely on offense in that game. Harbaugh's back on the sideline for Michigan, which is just going to make them even that more motivated and juiced up. So, I I like Michigan. If Iowa covers, then so be it, but it could only be Michigan or pass for me. Kind of like the over, too, guys. I think Michigan could get there by themselves. I think they could score 38 or 40 points, run it up. So, uh, yeah, I like the Wolverines. Ken, I'm there with you. Nah. I told everyone alt-overs on this game yesterday in my award-winning Feliz Naritov segment. Glassman, well, let's the alt turn our attention. Like 42. <laughs> the alt-overs, yes. like, not even a lot. It's like a small number. It's a pretty fun. All right, let Peach, let's go um, lightning round here. We've got three games to hit, not a ton of time left. Let's go to the National Football League. Bets for you, please, with the Falcons and the Jets on Sunday in the Jersey Meadowlands. Yeah, guys, so I like the, a side in this game. I also like a couple props I, that I just think will fit the game script. I like the Jets. This is all about a fate of Atlanta. Huge divisional game last week with that win over the Saints. Now they go outside. We've seen that movie before with Desmond Ritter. I know it's tough back in the Jets with Tim Boyle, but I think the Jets just muck this game up, keep it ugly. I like them plus two. I also like Ritter under pass attempts and Bijan over rushing attempts. If you're Arthur Smith, this should be the easiest game plan of the season. Feed Bijan early and often. Don't let Desmond Ritter turn the ball over. Uh, so I like the Jets to win the game. I like them plus two. And then I like that Ritter under pass attempts and Bijan over rush attempts props. PJ, in about a minute, uh, Steelers, we spent a lot of time on the Steelers offense today in a variety of segments. Like, what do you think it's going to look like against the Cardinals? They're all the way out to a six and a half point favorite, something you haven't really seen with the Steelers so far this year. Yeah, I got the worst of the number, guys. I bet Arizona at five and a half. It's up to six and a half right now. I can't see us getting a seven. And I think this thing might come down as we get to kickoff. 
I know the Steelers offense gained 400 yards last week in their first game without Canada, but they only scored 16 points. And this is really all about, I don't trust the Steelers to win a game by a touchdown against a capable quarterback. Arizona looked terrible against the Rams last week. They always look terrible against the Rams at home. So I'm really not putting too much stock in that game. I think they can hang around. I think they can keep it close. Steelers have played two straight divisional games. They have the Thursday game upcoming against New England. I think it's a tough spot for them as well. So I like the Cardinals to keep it close. I like them plus the points. Last man in 30 seconds to wrap here. AFC South tilt in the Music City with the Colts and the Titans. What do you got? Divisional game, fellas. Divisional home dog. Tough to beat a team two times. Gardner Minshew outdoors. I, I just This is a spot you just trust Vrabel. You trust the running game with Derrick Henry. This is just is like a Derrick Henry type game. I think the defense can force some turnovers. So uh, I, I like Tennessee. Probably my favorite teaser leg of the week as well. Uh, pushing them up to plus seven. Feel like it's going to be a one-score game. Uh, you know, like a 2017 type game in Nashville on Sunday. Glassman, as a Bama guy, if I told you that Bama would win tomorrow against Georgia on Saturday to get into the college football playoff, but you would lose all your bets, what would you choose in 10 seconds? Oof. Uh, I'd, I'd still choose Bama. Want my team. Always rooting for my team over my best. <laughs> wow. That's, Even with that much success. Wow. That's pretty Even interesting. Even with that much. Yeah. It's never enough, Ken. You can never have too much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I'm a Patriots uh, fan. You know I can tell you there's actually enough. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and you know what also... Kenny, you know what also we can get never enough of? Oh, man. Glass has broken. And so have the hearts of bookies and the wills of bookies nationwide. The Glass Man, PJ Glasser, here with us on You Better You Bet. He's on Twitter. And PJ Glasser 9. You got to check out Send It In weekdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, across social platforms here on the BetQL Network. And check out Inside the Betting Lines as well. It follows us on uh, NFL Sundays. We're on 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. PJ and JP Flame on 1 to 5 p.m. live from National Harbor in D.C. Glassman, good luck with the games. Roll Tide, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Roll Tide. Thanks. <laughs> the Glassman. What a legend. Love the Glassman. That was great. I, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with the Glassman. Good, good. Screw them. What the hell have they ever done? Coming up next, final hour, power hour. If you're watching on Stadium, head on over. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.